Alrighty. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to episode two of Meeting of the Minds. I'm your host, Ryan Munoz. And today we have a really special guest joining us from Greece, Edward Farina. Edward or Ido is a 25-year-old self-made entrepreneur. Ido, can you please welcome yourself and give a little background about, you know, who you are for us? Yeah, sure, mate. So first, it's always a pleasure to join the podcast. And second, basically, uh, I'm Italian, but living in Greece right now. It has been almost a year that I live in Greece. I have lived in several countries. Today, I became one of the most influential uh, XRP members on the XRP community worldwide. So I'm also a head of the Alpha Huskies Club. I'm actually the co-founder, which is a promising NFT project inside the XRPL. I'm also head of social adoption for the XRP Healthcare. And right now, I'm running an academy, which uh, tries to help people to become the best, best version of themselves. So I'm doing several business right now. That is uh that is pretty awesome to hear. And again, you're 25 years old, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. 25 years old, and you've been to how many countries? Uh, something around 27 countries, almost 20, 30. 20, almost 30 countries at 25 years old. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's um, for us, uh, in Europe, it's quite easy. You know, you decide to go on a daily trip to Albania. You can actually go and it's like stuff like that. That's crazy. It. That's crazy. Um, so how did you how did you honestly start, you know, your whole entrepreneurship journey? Um, you know, getting an idea for, you know, some some of our, you know, the youth today. Well, um, connecting the charger. So it started all back when I was very young. I went to do an Erasmus uh, in Lisbon. So I was living first in Portugal. And I started some business there with real estate. So I always had this uh, entrepreneur mindset. Hmm. I think it's like a family thing, but uh, I was renting out uh, property uh, rooms for students. So I was already making some great profits there. And that's where I learned a lot about real estate. I, my family also does real estate. So I got some very good knowledge on real estate. And then I started, uh, I went to the law school. Hmm. So I got to work in a company in, in Lisbon as an uh, intern lawyer. Uh, like not lawyer yet because I was not graduated back on the time but it was called the Barrows Company it's a company of oil and gas contracts, it's actually an American company well known uh, in the United States and there was a guy that, uh, that my boss back on the time was Marcio and I have very good relationship with Marcio until the, the days of today and Marcio introduced me into the cryptocurrencies and that's how all my journey on the crypto space has begun no. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. So, how old were you like when you first like started dabbling into like real estate? Um, before you did get into crypto. Look, the first thing I did was, uh, and I I also like to share this story so I can also give ideas for, uh, young uh, young people, especially like eighteen, nineteen years old. You don't have to limit yourself because of your age, or also because you have a low income. That doesn't mean nothing. So, what I have done there basically. And that brings me to where I am right now in Greece is because I moved to Lisbon and I see this, uh, these patterns in the city that the, they are rebuilding a lot of buildings there. And I can see a lot of potential on that. But still, the price per meter square in Lisbon was very low. So we're talking here around uh, 1,000 euros per meter square. And for just for uh, in the US to give you some proportions, the, the, the meter square price average 
uh, it's like 3k, 4,000 uh, euros in Europe, mm -hmm. like in London, something uh, around 7,000 pounds. And I saw a list on this uh, very good uh, prices. Well, I didn't have money to buy an apartment back on the time, mm. but what I had money to do was actually to rent out uh, apartments and I would find uh, areas where the meter square price was very low and I would find an apartment, let's say, uh, four rooms and I would rent it out for 600 euros and then I would rent out the the rooms for students like it's called as let me think in English now because sometimes I'm sub renting you know so you rent and then you rent you renting but you're actually renting out for someone else I was uh, actually renting for the students in Lisbon so uh, that's a very profitable business where you can make like in one apartment, you can make almost a thousand of euros of profit monthly just by renting it out. And I saw this process of, I also became a former real estate in Lisbon. So I saw the price of meter square there in the 24 months time frame went from a thousand euros per meter square to a 3,500 euros per meter square. And today it's like almost 5,000 uh, per meter square. So. Now I see the same pattern uh, happening in Greece and that's why I moved here so I can uh, diversify my investments. I can uh, work with my passions. So I work with crypto, I work with real estate, I diversify investments and also to motivate as many people as I can to follow similar patterns. I know everybody has its own passions, but I do believe uh, our young generation sometimes uh, are getting too much of indoctrinated and in mm. somehow that they only think uh, let's say inside a box and I think it's time for people to realize that they don't need a 9 to 5 job to make a living you know you can actually make a very profitable profitable business even if you don't have a lot of capital mm. and um, that's 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 pretty impressive you know starting at such an early age within real estate um, hats off to you my man and honestly just seeing the opportunity there in Greece I mean that's that's pretty big I mean you're 25 years old you're already moving from country to country to country, seeing different opportunities and attacking them um, full force. And you're not wasting any time. And that's where I feel like a lot of people in today's society do kind of kind of fail. I mean, there is so many opportunities, especially in today's age. I mean, we're in the age of technology now, the age of automation, where everything, you know, in the next five to 10 years, we're going to see so many job losses just do from the sheer amount of AI technology yeah. and the capability that it's going to have on the world. So already people are at a, at a disadvantage because we are not even cl remotely close to the intelligence that AI is capable of. Um, and we see that today. I mean, uh, already Google, Amazon, these giant tech companies are already laying off thousands and thousands of people. And there's a reason for that. They're priming us. They've been priming us for a very long time to basically be a part of their system. And there's not too many of like-minded individuals nowadays to basically say, Hey guys, like wake up. It's, it's time to get your shit together. It's time to, you know, think outside the box a little bit because it's not all at the end of the day, you don't have to work a nine to five. You can do whatever you want with your life. It's just, you know, the, the person you are within, within yourself, you know, you got, you have to have that reason of a why, you know, why you do what you do every single day, because at that point, you know, you're actually, you're figuring out to, you know, who you are um, and the mission that you have for life. You know, it's not just about you at the end of the day. It's about, you know, 
building a legacy and then having that legacy being passed down for generations to come. And that's how, you know, we leave our marks as human beings. Um, Absolutely. And I think, unfortunately, what the universities fail nowadays is to prepare people for the upcoming changes. They are actually not preparing at all. They're just making people go there, spend their time with not uh, so much of useful information or actually practical ways on how these individuals can actually prepare themselves for the upcoming changes you know mm. it's all changing so fast to the point that it's even hard uh, to conceive how fast it's changing and oh it's too much information and basically the people are just stuck they go to the universities i, I used to call the universities and i have been there i know how it is uh, i call it indoctrination camps because it's they only teach one side of the story and i think uh, just us here to provide different views from the traditional education system that and I travel country to country and I see it's a pattern it's not like mm. let's say the US is the problem or uh, certain countries the problem but it's most likely a global uh, Ponzi scheme let's call it like this you know yes yes and um, that's actually bringing me into the topic of you know uh, you know your company Alpha Lion Academy mm-hmm. And what you guys actually provide, you know, as you know, when you when a when a client does enter this portal into the space of, well, you know, look, I, I I learned something in my life that you can you cannot have a kingdom if you don't have balance in your life. Mm. So in order to have balance, you have to master several areas of your life. So you can't only be good at uh, let's say trading cryptocurrencies you cannot only be good at going to the gym you cannot only be good at uh, mathematics you know so mm-hmm. if you're going to go that way you're going to have several problems so for example um, i like to use this example i see many people they don't master their emotions and then they decide to go on crypto trading to be a daily trader but how come you're going to deal with the daily fluctuations and you're going to have uh, let's say a, a, a calm mind to take decisions if you're not taking care of your hormones, for example, if you're not taking care of your testosterone, how are you going to react to adversities on your life if you don't have your testosterone working properly? So it's all about having balance. And I see a lot of entrepreneurs fail on that. Also, I have great examples of people uh, I know personally, I will not mention names, but like, let's say you have someone who's very successful in the business and Unfortunately, because this person didn't have balance, now it's time to face uh, health uh, problems because during like a 10 or 20 years, they uh, they didn't look this a certain way to their health. Now they, may, they might have money, but they don't have health. So I see it's very few individuals mm-hmm. nowadays who are capable of actually making this balance between all of the sectors of their life. So I came with this academy because... I'm trying to help. Uh, I'm sorry, let me change my vocabulary as well. I'm not trying to help. I'm actually demonstrating by principle that it's possible to have balance. And you only have to make some changes in your life. You have to change your diet. You have to take care of your sleep. You have to take care of your hormones. Uh, I can get actually way deep into that. But to make a long story short, it's all about balance, not to be. Uh, I think it comes from even uh, it's some degree of autism that people are developing nowadays because they can all and if you take autism and you see how it is it's basically uh 
if someone goes too deep, let's say someone is like crazy for airplanes and they know everything about airplanes and they don't, they don't nothing about other, other topics. And I think we are seeing now in the society is a collective way of autism. And there's uh, reasons for that. So that people, they know only about one subject and that's not life. That's mm -hmm. uh, like actually the conception of slavery, in my opinion. If you only know one thing and you only focus on one activity, Exactly, my man. Exactly. And I, I couldn't agree with, more with you. I mean, and this is where our our current system kind of comes into play. I mean, you we are getting indoctrinated into a system being told what to do day in and day out. You're getting told you're from from the moment like you're going to kindergarten all the way, you know, to high school. And then if you do want to end up going to college after that and taking, you know, furthering your education that way yeah sure you're you're always being told what to do and they're eliminating the creativity part of a child's brain of a, a of a growing person i mean when we can't use our imagination to think you know how we want to think and think freely we lose we we become a slave to the system because at that point you know they have complete control of us yeah. when they control our thoughts um and especially sorry if i interrupted you but especially Nowadays, uh, I used to say, and not only myself, but that's like, um, if you study, like, I'm not sure if you heard Neville uh, Goddard and other uh, remarkable persons like him, that if you can see in your mind, and if you can see on your imagination, you can create anything of this world. And that's true. The problem nowadays is that all these social media, and they are actually destroying the human imagination. Like people can't focus anymore. For less, for more than five to ten seconds, this mm -hmm. is the TikTok culture where people are scrolling, scrolling, and then they are trying to, to achieve things, but they can't because they cannot focus. So the only reason why men fail is broken focus and this social, this social engineering stuff like social media is actually mm -hmm. conditioning people to have a broken focus so that they cannot even use their imagination to achieve their dreams and they are just living like slaves in a totally reactive mode 24 hours a day and that's scary if you ask me oh yeah dude i mean i i'm scared too for the future i mean the the way i like to view social media is it can either be a very powerful thing and be used for good or it can be an awful thing and be, it can be used for bad and we're seeing yeah. both sides right now being played out in front of our eyes you know, we have entrepreneurs and businessmen, you know, trying to share the truth. And I mean, the truth is being shut down right now and, and all over yeah. the world, all over the world. You can't say anything. You can't you can't do anything a certain way or else someone's going to get mad at you. You're going to get canceled. This, that and the third. It's like it's ridiculous. It's getting to a point where now, you know, massive amounts of people are waking up and, and people just can't take the shit anymore. To be honest, to be quite frank with you, man, it's it's. It's it's upsetting, you know, to to me, to you know, our next generation, our kids, like thinking, you know, even yeah. further down the road, it's like, where is this technology going to take us? Like, and no one's really thinking about that right now. And every again, like you were saying, everyone's aimlessly scrolling through their feed, and yeah. they're getting distracted. And that that's their that's the whole point of this is to keep you distracted. At the end of the day, that's and it. I like even myself. I got banned from social media. I got my Facebook account was very uh, large following. I got banned. Uh, I actually got also banned on Twitter for some months. So after that, I changed the way I communicate because my my business works a lot on Twitter. So 
there are some, many things I would like to say that, and I can't. Exactly. You know, I, just, I say the things related to crypto, which is most likely allowed, but I can't say everything, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Oh. And, and it's, it's a, it's a fucked up world we live in. I mean, if, if you kind of can't really just say what's on your chest anymore, it's like, yeah, that's it's a, it's scary. It is so scary because I mean, it's going to get to a point very soon where they're going to have complete control of everything. And that's where, you know, I mean, I'm not sure where you see crypto heading with these CBDCs and, you know, total control of central banks and having an eye on literally every all, all the, the money and how it moves. I'm not sure what your viewpoint is on that. Um, that's yeah, not exactly. how I see it, the future going. I, I see a little better future, you know, coming from everything that is going on. Um, I think, you know, there were a lot of people in play uh, over these past over this past decade, two decades um, that have been playing an important role to bring on this new financial system, but in a much more friendlier way um, than this evil like system that is coming um can i get your point of view sure man. look that, that that is clearly an agenda going on you know mm-hmm. with cbdc's with the tokenization of real estate like uh, like nfts to become patents that's all by design but i want to encourage people because i'm more optimistic that than ever about this because now we are giving the opportunity to, to become early investors, as if we could invest on the internet, something like in the in the 80s or in the 90s. So we have this massive opportunity now to do our own research. Uh, I don't want anybody to take my words as financial advices, but you can actually go online and have a, a access to several uh, content uh, contents out there where you can learn about cryptocurrencies, where you can learn about which cryptocurrencies, and I don't even call them cryptocurrencies, I call them essential tools for the new financial system, the quantum financial system is taking place and people can join in as early investors. So with that uh, being said, and it's happening so fast, now I have the opportunity to make several profits on that. And we all know that uh, I'm a big investor of XRP, but there's plenty more than XRP. We have several other cryptocurrencies with smart contracts that are going to lead uh, the new financial revolution. So I have a clear plan for myself and I like to inspire people to do the same. If you act properly in the next 24 years, by 2025, you can be retired mm-hmm. for generations. And that's what I'm aiming to do. And I, I will not lie. I spend several hours a day now, but in a productive way, I'm content creator. So I spend my time there on social media, not consuming what people are you know, so much useless things, all these fight videos that is going viral now and this gym useless discussions that they post online, it's all negativity. But I close my eyes to that. I focus on building. I focus on creating my content, helping my clients through the academy, through delivering as much knowledge as I can. And in two, two years from now, I don't have to be all the time on my phone creating content because it will be already done. The implementation of the system is coming quickly. So mm-hmm. I want to inspire as many people as I can to take action like yesterday. They have to do something, you know? Exactly, exactly. And I feel like, you know, especially, you know, being in your 20s nowadays, I feel like 
investing into crypto could be seen as risky, especially with the mainstream media coming along and saying, hey, you know, you shouldn't be investing in the crypto. You should be having, you know, cash on reside- on the side. You should be having cash reserves. You shouldn't be, you know, investing so much. You shouldn't be over investing, you know. What do you, what do you say to that, um, you know, with all this FUD and, and misconceptions think, coming out about crypto? I showed the biggest risk is to not take any risk. That's the biggest risk you can take on your life right now. So, of course, the mainstream media is not uh, making people know what's happening. I mean, they will keep only talking about Bitcoin. I don't have nothing against Bitcoin. It's just that it's clear that Bitcoin, the time to make life-changing profits on Bitcoin is over. It is. And it's long years ago, many years ago. That's like not discussable unless you are a millionaire and you have several of uh, bags of cash to flow into Bitcoin and then you can profit. But if you are a small investor, it's too late for Bitcoin. And that's why mainstream media will keep talking about these big cryptocurrencies when there is uh, they pointing everything for this direction and there's an entire narrative going to that way where people are not looking for it. And it's all in plain sight. I mean, you can go, you can do your own research, you can figure it out how the banks are doing. It's all online for people to see. It's just that when the truth comes in plain sight, side sometimes the human mind cannot capture it so you have to be pay much attention to what's going on so that you can jump in as an early investor you don't have to worry about cbdc's controlling your life you can actually become your own banking system in the future if you have the right assets and you can actually even provide liquidity through uh, for example xrp to the banks and you're gonna have a passive income out of that you don't even have to trade cryptocurrencies you understand so it's several several opportunities right now Exactly. So, I mean, like you were saying, Bitcoin is kind of like that old antiquated technology that has had its day in the sun, uh, essentially. And, you know, there's a whole brand new set of assets that are making their way to the 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 no of the common man. And those are the and those are the ISO 20.022 coins. There's XRP, XLM, XDC, um, IOTA. um, There's Algo. I'm not sure if you're, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're probably familiar with like HBAR, Cardano, and all these other. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. It's a basket of currencies. And this is the the CEO of BlackRock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot his name now, but he, it's, he even said publicly, it's a basket of currencies that are going to play a major role in the new financial system. All people have to do is do some research, do the investments, keep the crypto and cold wallets, be patient, don't lose your patience by selling the first green candle, but also don't forget to take some profits. And that's the recipe for success in crypto in the next 24 months. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's pretty much it, my man. I mean, like you were saying, you know, the CEO of BlackRock, like saying on BlackRock, uh, you probably know this to be true already, but um, one of Ripple's ex-employees is now the head of the digital asset management team over at BlackRock. Yeah. They're overseeing yeah, every we single. Also, we have also on the board of directors, we have Rose Reels. Uh, she has signed the $100 bill. So it's all moving towards that direction. I mean, so in plain sight. Exactly. I mean, I, this is what I try to tell everybody, you know, that I come into contact with is, hey, Ripple has been building a giant um, behind the scenes for the past decade, you know, since they lost since 2012. And we're coming up on 12 years come next year. So, I mean, I'm not sure where you see where the lawsuit plays. I'm not sure if you see it playing out, you know, 
at the the beginning of this year, you know, Q1, Q2 this year, if you see it ending? Or where do you, where do you see the Ripple lawsuit going, you know, with the SEC? Look, to draw a timeline is quite difficult. All mm -hmm. I can say is from the information I have, I would say it has to end before 24 months from now. And uh, I like to make this prediction. I, I made a video about this yesterday where if we analyze that, first of all, this is the most important uh, lawsuit in the history of crypto, at least from a legal I, I, I think I think this is the most important lawsuit in history, yeah. period. In yeah. history, period. Because this is like, it's going to, it's the division. Like, it's now we're going to draw a timeline here and we're going to say the world before this lawsuit and the world afterwards. Mm -hmm. And that's massive. And what I see is that First of all, I said the all-time high was 384, mm -hmm. 2017, when it has outperformed every other cryptocurrency out there. So by taking consideration that it's the most important event in the history of crypto, we're now seeing the first cryptocurrency to ever be regulated. Given the uh, the price of all-time high, which is 384, I would say that it can easily make a three to four times its all-time high, which would bring XRP above $10, I think. That's a real uh, scenario, and that's going to be only the beginning for XRP. I mean, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more that, with you. I mean, yeah, that's only going to be the beginning with XRP is once that lawsuit is, you know, finalized. And we do see, you know, that three, four times um, of the current value XRP is. I mean, it's only... It's only the sky. The sky is the limit for XRP. At the end of the day, I mean, we have we we know all the connections. You know, Ripple has been making in the background. We know all the partnerships they have. We know all the central banks they've been working with. We see we've seen all the documentation that we've needed to see. Um, but for anybody else that hasn't, like anybody else that's just kind of getting into the space right now, what kind of assets would you point them into? Um, you know, just from your own opinion. Again, not financial advice for anybody. This yeah, is just this, yeah. uh, this is just coming from you. You know your opinion. I will, I will make uh, some ponderations, and I will not be very specific, also, because that would not be fair with the people in my academy, also because they are uh, paying to get uh, some uh, weekly updates and like specifically building for them a portfolio. But let me break this down in a very simple way. So, first, diversify is key. So. I would actually split my investments between the following assets. I would go for uh, commodities as well, so gold and silver. Mm -hmm. As you know, the printing machine is on for the dollar, so that's uh, central banks are stacking gold, and I think always when you have economical uh, trouble, it's time to stack some gold and silver. Second thing is to get some uh, assets that, as I said before, are going to play a major role in the new financial system now. I'm going to give some of them here so that you can do some research. You have, for example, uh, I will go beyond XRP and the most spoken ones, which uh, at least spoken for who is on the crypto space. So XRP, XLM, XDC, Algorand, HBAR, TNT, those are very great assets. Now, I will point out something also for uh, Armor. I, I, I recommend everybody to do some research because Crypto insurance is going to be a great thing for crypto and Armor, even though it's ERC token, which is on the Ethereum blockchain, but it's a great opportunity over that. GRT, which I recommended to many people in the beginning of this month, I just checked it out today, it's up like 17%. 
So GRT is a great one. It's called uh, the graph. Mm. Now we have, uh, let me think about a great one, uh, Atom. Not sure if you're familiar with Atom. Yep. Atom is also a great one. It's going to bring some interoperability in the blockchains. And I would go as well for um, ICP, the mm. internet one. That's a great one. So just to, to do some recommendations about crypto. And finally, uh, remember uh, the final deadline in my perspective, a great moment to take profit in 2025. It's going to be the massive uh, bull run. Uh, now, have to be very careful choosing the right projects because many projects are going to disappear and seek for projects with real-world utility. My words for crypto now are real-world utility. What problem can this cryptocurrency solve in the real world? Well, it's about insurance for crypto. Great, that's real-world utility. It's about uh, like creating NFTs, well, uh, like for patents. Well, that's a great utility out there. It's about the tokenization of real estate real world utility, healthcare, and we know about healthcare. I know pretty well. So all these are great opportunities. And finally, and that's a great advice, real estate, but don't limit yourself only for your local real estate. That's what I learned most in my life. And because I see people like Australia, they tell me like if you have 600,000 in the bank you do nothing because you cannot buy even one apartment in the capital because the plan because they don't want you to own anything that's the words that work for that's why they're making the price to go so much up of real estate that people can't afford it anymore so go for countries where you can afford if you take six hundred thousand dollars and you come to greece you are the king you buy an island it's no jokes so, and in the same way, you can have great price appreciation. I, I like, I agree because of real estate. Look, I was living in Portugal uh, for years. I, I made a living out of real estate there. And I saw the, the prices reaching like a top. And I asked myself, well, why, well, why am I in Portugal? Because of real estate. Real estate is not that much profitable anymore. So what I would do, I would move to a country where real estate is going to actually uh, have similar pattern to what I experienced in Portugal. I took my things one day, I decided I go for 30 days in Greece. This is real story. I put my backpack, uh, I put like five t-shirts, it was very fast, like I, I went to Greece to, uh, to meet my best friend here, also business partner. I never came back because I saw this, I was like, damn, I, this blow my mind. I moved to Athens like this. That's was, awesome. That's like, awesome. It has been almost a year now. I uh, read about uh, some properties here, and I just see a very great future for Greece and the real estate. You're going to hear a lot about uh, Greece. So that's my third advice. Don't limit yourself for your local real estate. Why should you? The world is so big. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah, so, no, I mean... Get... By doing crypto, commodities, and real estate, I think... Everyone can succeed. And I can even tell you strategies. You don't even need that much of money. Mm. Let's, I will tell a story so that I can inspire people perhaps to the same. No? Of course. You can find ways to um, buy real estate without money. And it's mind-blowing. How you do this? Well, you can make... A, let's give a, a pra practical example. 
So when I was living in Portugal, uh, I, the first house I rented, and I learned this with my, my, my all my family does real estate. My father had all his life real estate. My grandfather is a very successful real estate. He always uh, had properties. He never sells them. He's always buying more properties. He made a living out of real estate and he has built generational wealth. And I'm very uh, proud to say that. And But I learned with him, don't waste money on rent. Why should you rent without a purpose? So what I did when I left to Lisbon, I was 18 years old. I don't have money, of course, but I rent this apartment and with the sellers, uh, because that I first of all, I chose in a very bad area because it was the cheapest meter square price. So I chose that bad area. There was homeless people living in front, but in the in the corner, there was a big auto being mm. built. was not ready yet. I saw the auto and I say, it's impossible they building an auto here without inside information about the, the street. There must be changes. They will not build a hotel. I took in the worst streets there. There was homeless people in front. People called me crazy. You going to live there? I said, yes. I took this house. Uh, it was very easy to rent. They Nobody wanted to rent. And I speak to the owners. And I say, look, we're going to do the following. You give me a price that you want to sell me this house. Good. They tell me 120000 we would sell to you. I say, okay, I agree with the price. I will rent this property and every month, the rent I'm paying, we're going to discount from the agreed price. And they say, fine, but you have a deadline. So they gave me, I think it was uh, two years hmm. to get the money. So every month I was paying 600 euro and this 600 euro was deducting from the price of the acquisition of the property. Now, what you learn from this story is you can actually make inside the rental agreement, you can make a, a buying agreement without having the actual cash. You have now two years to get the cash. Well, honestly, I didn't get the cash. That story ended up very badly. I couldn't buy the house. And by the end of the agreement, and I went to work as real estate and in Remax, I couldn't get a loan to the bank there because I was too young. I was not uh, having enough profits. I was also not Portuguese. So it was kind of difficult to get a loan. And I went to work for Remax, the company. Mm -hmm. I saw the house of that I was living sold for 275000 in Wow. In less than 24 months later. This wow. just shows how huge the real estate quickly changed in Lisbon. So we, we went from a, like more than double price, almost triple. Like I saw houses went triple price. Later on, I ended up buying a house there. So I did good. Uh, I was young, but I just like another thing you can do. I learned this with my family also. You can actually buy the property. Like let's say, for instance, you have an apartment and you want uh, to, your asking price is 200,000 euro. Hmm. And maybe I have 20,000 euro. So I will go for, we're going to actually celebrate the, the purchase agreement. I don't have to have the 200,000, okay? But you're gonna sell me. We're gonna make the contract. I will give you uh, 20,000 as like uh, the, we say in caparra in English is now the, the word, uh, like a warranty. Okay. okay. But the transfer of the ownership 
it's gonna happen in two years. In, uh, you, I, I will negotiate with you and I will say the following. You want 200,000? Fine. I will give you 20 now. And I want a deadline of 36 months to mm. pay you. And you can make either yes or not. You can make like uh, establish payment conditions. Like every six months, I'm going to pay you X money. And now you pay attention because not only the value of cash is decreasing. So if you buy something for 200,000 now, 200,000 now in three years, it's going to be 120 if we keep going with inflation like this. So not only you profit like that, but now you have three years to go after the money and you actually make somehow of a, a personal loan to yourself because mm. you don't have to go to the banks. You understand? Yes. So don't pay interest rates. And now you say, what? why would someone agree to sell a property like this? Well, some people need cash fast, especially when there is global when it's crisis. Second, the risk is not that much of a risk because the seller still has the ownership of the house. Hmm. You only transfer the ownership when you pay the last. So, of course, you have the responsibility, mm-hmm. but you don't. Either the seller most likely can agree because he knows that he has no risk. The risk is yours. But you have now to go, you have three years. Of course, you have to make a ponderation to how much you can afford. You're not going to make this with a million dollar property if you cannot afford. Yeah. But that's just a great way to buy properties. And perhaps you even have the money, but you don't want to get out of liquidity. So you do this type of agreements. All of, I, I learned from also, there is a friend of her family, very successful, that he has built his whole fortune on real estate. And all his life, what he has done is find this type of agreements. You have have to go for agreements that, as my, I think the connection is dropping. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry, the connection was dropping. But look, as my father also says, my father has a franchising of uh, real estate and he says like, if the properties are already in the market, it's not the best because otherwise the owner of the real estate business, someone of their family, personal friends would already taken it. So you want to find real opportunities on real estate, go every day and search, make this a habit and you're going to find amazing opportunities. You're going to find private persons who perhaps are not even updated about market trainings and you can buy properties as cheap. I will give a practical example. I just bought in Greece a house uh, 900 meters away from the most beautiful city here near to Athens. Uh, it's like 30 minutes away from the city center. And the price is like 50,000 euros. Oh, wow. You know, 50,000 euros. If I would be now in Portugal, I don't buy a garage. You know, oh, that's wow. why I see you can profit from these overcompensations of price where it's totally different realities. Well, I'm doing the same currency. Lisbon is euro. Uh, Greece is euro. Now, why should I go in Lisbon and buy already a property that it's like 400,000 if I can buy this? five of that in Greece and I can make five Airbnbs for the summer, for example. 
No. Exactly. So I think there is very valuable things you can do with real estate, even with small capital. Mm -hmm. As I started as a student, I didn't have any capital. All I did was renting out an apartment, renting out the rooms. I made an Airbnb after that. No, unfortunately, I missed the, the by the, the the property, but that's part of the game. No. That's uh that's actually pretty crazy. Thank you for uh giving us some game on on the the whole real estate market and you know a little insight into how you kind of operate your deals when it does come to real estate. So what I kind of picked up from yeah, that I call this like thinking outside of the box for real estate, not going to the traditional methods which everybody talks about. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's very it's very creative, like with how you think. It's it's very outside of the box with how you think. With uh, coming up with these do with these documents and throwing on, you know, two, three, four year, you know, deals with these sellers and just giving them, you know, a little bit of money up front and then just paying them, you know, monthly, um, and then acquiring those houses, you know, come, you know, two, three, four years from now, and then I mean, you're probably already thinking ahead, like, hey, crypto's already going to do its thing, you know, in the next 24 months. So it's like, it's just icing on the cake at that point. Like I just pay these people their money. And then I have all these houses that I can literally just, you know, rent out from here, 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 all <laughs> over the freaking world. And it's not only that's I try to bring awareness, especially in the XRP community, because mm -hmm. many people there are sitting and waiting, mm -hmm. you know, but what is that going to make for you? Okay, let's say XRP takes off, right? You made a million dollars, two millions. What are you going to do next? You have to prepare yourself because just the money sitting there, you're going to panic, sell. What are you going to do, people? That's why I create also this academy. And also, that's why we have the Alpha Huskies Club. It's to help people to get prepared. Mm. It's not about only or getting the money. It's like how you do to actually multiply this money mm -hmm. and to make generational wealth so that your children are going to live a better life than yours, that they are going to be able to live life on its fully and it will not be worried about taking financial decisions. Exactly. I mean, I I, we, I think we have a very similar mindset when it does come to that. I mean, I'm not here to be rich at all. I'm here to be wealthy. I'm here to create generational wealth. Exactly. I mean, we're both here to do that. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of the XRP community is on their way of, you know, creating that generational wealth. But at the same time, like you were saying, there's still a lot of people within the community that aren't doing anything to benefit themselves, you know, in the now to prepare yeah. themselves for the future. So like that's learning about, you know, some tax codes, you know, that's learning about asset protection. That's learning about other investments, you know, you can get into once XRP does hit and, you know, how to diversify from just not XRP, but into other cryptos as well. Um, that's also looking into NFTs, you know, looking into Web3, uh, looking into, you know, the, these, these, uh, these markets that are going to basically change our entire lives. Yeah, exactly, man. And that's the future is now, I used to say. It's taking its life. It is. It's no longer a training. It's happening in front of our eyes. From everywhere we look out of the window, massive changes are taking place. And as much as people can see this with fear, I see this with excitement. Exactly. I mean, it's all a matter of. I used it to be negative about this on the past because I used it to say, oh, CBDCs is all about control. And it's mm -hmm. true, it's about control. But at the end of the day, you have a choice. You, we always have a choice. And if we continuously keep talking about how bad the economical situation is, 
how bad the CBDCs is, and you keep emphasizing this, guess what's going to happen? You're going to manifest these outside circumstances on your life. Now, in the other, how, other hand, if you are being positive about this, well, CBDCs are coming, but now I look at this as a neutral thing, okay? They are coming, so what? So I ask myself, so what can I do to actually profit and benefit from this and to help my beloved ones and the people that I care about also profit and maybe be more happy on this? You know, we always have a choice, you know? Exactly. I mean, that it's just, I mean, like you were saying, my man, like, it's all about, you know, your perspective. It's just shifting your perspective a little bit. And not too many people do that anymore. I mean, too too many people are just caught in this straight eye. They don't have, they can't see. Like once what the they're what once the you know blinders are up, they can't see outside. Once they're down, oh, I can see everything now. But it's it's, it's just changing your perspective, um, and that's that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. When it does come down to you know all this crypto and NFT and blockchain revolution that we are witnessing, we're we're living in the fourth industrial revolution right now. That's why you know I always I always preach like, hey, it's it's the it's time, it's go time. It's either you know you're gonna profit or you're gonna get left behind. It's either you're gonna change and adapt to the change that's currently happening, or you're gonna get left behind. You know, there's only gonna be you know that there's gonna be a two tier society eventually. Yeah. It's it's yeah, bound exactly. to happen. But it's, it's and if you don't uh, prepare your business for what's coming, if you don't prepare your mentality for what's coming, it's the it's end game. You're gonna be like slave to the system. Unfortunately, that's the reality. But fortunately, everyone have a choice. Everyone, yes, and I mean when I say everyone, there's not one single person in the world right now who doesn't have a choice. No, exactly. You're you're 100 right. No, everybody has a choice. It's just what these people are doing with their times we all get 24 hours in a day it's just what are you doing with your time i mean that that's what it comes down to if you're aimlessly scrolling on social media watching netflix you know jerking off the fucking porn doing whatever you know that's not helping you at all you know you you need to do something that's going to benefit you not just now but you need to be thinking you know 5 10 15 years down the road and not too many people do that i mean most people are just caught up with the everyday life you know oh what are we doing today are we going out getting drinks today are we getting high today are we are we doing this that and the third it's like bro you haven't even made it you have you don't even have you know $10,000 to your name and you want to fucking go out and party it's like are you fucking kidding me? It's like, get back to fucking work and do what you have to do. And then once you get that money, everything's going to come to you. Don't worry about that. You know, keep fucking working your ass off. But it's like, everyone is just so comfortable. I mean, I see this all the time in America, especially. We have been so conditioned and we are so comfortable in this country. It's ridiculous. And not too many people are so, it's like, it's we. I'm so grateful to be in this country, you know, to be in a first world country. But everyone is like, there's so much division now. And this is caused from, you know, our mainstream media. And everybody is hating one another. And there's no love anymore in this country. It's it's yeah. it's fucked. Look, I will tell you, I have been to the U.S. one time. But I see, like, don't get me wrong. It's the entire world is kind of moving towards that direction. But America is like this on steroids. Mm. It's, uh, every time, this is like every time by mistake mistake i click on some random video that pops up in my timeline and there's something unbelievable happening it's in america i don't know what's going on there mate yeah you, you know, i don't either i really don't either you know some of the shit that i see you know it just blows my mind i have no words and it's 
it is what it is at the end of the day. You know, I, I only know what I can do to control my reaction to certain things, but it's like some of the shit that's just out there is just, you know, it blows my mind. It, it just yeah, goes over my head. Sometimes it's better to close your eyes and don't even spend your energy not even to watching these things because it's hard to not sometimes be triggered in a negative way by that, you know. Exactly. You got to keep your, you know, your, your energy on you and not really di disperse it outward, you know, and in interacting with, you know, negative things, you know, always keeping it positive, always, you know, trying to, you know, keep a smile on your face and, you know, just, just keep working hard. That's all it comes down to at the end of the day. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, uh, I did want to talk to you a little bit about, I know you mentioned before XRP healthcare. Did you want to say anything yeah, about XRP healthcare? Cause I know I'm interested in learning yeah, a little bit about so it. Excited. So excited about XRP healthcare. Hmm. Just to give a briefing for people wondering what is the XRP healthcare. XRP healthcare is building on the XRP app. So there's the cryptocurrency XRP and we have the XRP ledger, which is a blockchain where this token actually exists is not only about a, it's not only about a cryptocurrency it's about real world utility so we are building on web3 we are actually uh making a, a whole new concept of healthcare system and uh like this uh token is going to track uh medicals from its inception it's going to help people to get cheap medication because now uh, we're creating a unique decentralized marketplace with the token XRPH so that people are going to be able to buy health products through XRPH mm. now and also book doctors uh, do book appointments with doctors and just so much real world utility for the XRP healthcare and we are partnering with uh, several companies in the industry pharmaceutical industry some of them I cannot mention yet because it's still upcoming but I can say that you're going to have a lot of news about the XRP healthcare. And it's also about uh, fighting off this pharmaceutical industry, which has a lot of corruption through the mm. blockchain. So by tracking this data in the blockchain, you're going to bring transparency to the big pharma with our uh, unique native token, which is the XRPH. Now, we already are creating our own CBDs, so people can actually get access to that. And guess what? You can only buy with XRPH. That's why the price appreciation is going to come not because of speculation, as often happened in the past with crypto assets, but rather that is because it has an utility. So there is a demand for XRPH. So there is a limited supply. Only 100 million uh, tokens were issued. There is not one single XRPH that can be issued after that. And all these tokens are going to go into circulation also uh, to the use of medical institutions uh, to create this ecosystem, especially on the web three, where people are going to be able to get health, uh, like even mental health assistance, depression, every type of issue, they're going to be able to use the token to get assistance to. So it's very beautiful concept. Uh, it's a very new project. We just uh, four months into the markets. We are actually way ahead of uh, the road road mode. Uh, it's going very fastly, and I'm just very proud to be part of the XRP Healthcare. It's basically, I, I was contacted many times in the past years to promote cryptocurrencies and promote projects, and uh, I always refused. I didn't want to take get involved in none of them. Now, the reason for why I am inside now the XRP Healthcare as the, health, uh, the head of uh, social adoption 
is because I saw the real world utility. I also saw the passion that the founders they have for this. I know Tang, he, he, he had episodes of people with uh, mental uh, problems in his health, in, in his home. So I know for him, it's also a personal reason to create this uh, XRP Healthcare to help people, especially on mental health. Mm. And I just saw all of this together. And that was for me the recipe to join the XRP Healthcare. Well, that yeah, that, that sounds like an absolutely crazy project and a lot of great things coming up for you guys, you know, over at uh, XRP Healthcare. Uh, what, what... We're building, I, I cannot say, I, I get excited, I want to say everything, but I can't because it's not official yet, but we're building on the metaverse. And also, I had this misconception in the past that the metaverse, it's very like people going to get stuck there and it's true, but there is also great things that can be built on the metaverse. So you can provide uh, like assistance for meta uh, for uh, mental health through the metaverse where people can actually go out there in a cl real clinic and consult with a doctor, just an expert, and they can actually get the benefits from this on the metaverse. So there is also real world utility in a good way for the metaverse. I'm totally against uh, like this gamified experience of metaverse where people are just there all day and that's mind-blowing i think that's like the counterfeit but there is an opposite for and that's a universal law always when there's a force going on one direction there has to be a counterfeit that goes in the other direction and i would just think this for example with xrp healthcare yeah no dude i mean it sounds like basically you know how XRP is unbanking the 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 banks around the world. Right. XRP Healthcare is basically doing the same thing, but on a global scale when it does come to global healthcare, universal healthcare, and that we is have, that's absolutely mind blowing. We um, have projects on the XRPL. We have also the XRP Paynet, which is going to revolutionize the payment system. This is already doing that. Like you literally take your wallets now. If you want to send you. A million dollars, I come here, I lock my phone, I count three seconds and it's on my wallet. So the future is already a reality. That's all I have to say. I mean, that's that's the beauty of the XRPL at the end of the day, my man. <laughs> it's the beauty of the XRPL and using like, XRP. You tell people, and like, I don't like to convince them, oh, to use XRP. I like to say, go and try yourself. Mm -hmm. And I see that it blows people's mind. Oh, it's so fast. It's so easy. Like I got my whole family like that. Oh, I have to send money to my father. I say to him, are you banking? Uh, that's archaic. He, he downloads the the wallet. I sent to him three seconds is there. He's like, oh, this really works. Now he's a big fan of XRP. I love that. I love that. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy how, you know, it's going to be like the, it's going to be like email. It's like sending payments, just like email. It's, we're not going to have any waiting period whatsoever anymore. And that's what I'm so excited for. I'm very excited for that. We are on the way to moving money like information. Mm, legitimately. Um, so with XRP Healthcare, I was going to say, are you guys going to be, I'm not sure if you can say this or not, if this is even an idea, but are you guys going to incorporate NFTs with documentation from healthcare providers? So making those official yeah, documentations. Okay. That's one of our steps ahead in the future. Actually, it's going to take a lot of things on the healthcare system, mm -hmm. a lot of improvements in a good way. That's what I can mm -hmm. see. 
So are you guys looking to kind of overthrow the current healthcare and the pharmaceutical industry we have, or are you kind of going to work with them? It's very difficult to dethrone that as much as someone would like to. That's of course it's a multi-trillion dollar industry. I mean, it's kind of, but I do believe the XLP healthcare can bring transparency, the blockchain, can bring very positive changes to the pharmaceutical industry. And it's like, as much as we are separated and we're doing something by ourselves, but if we grow together as an ecosystem, we can make waves, you know? And that's exactly. what the is about. As far as we are happy, we don't have to dethrone the entire pharmaceutical industry, that's not the idea here, but it's just to make a, a positive impact in the world through the XLPL. That's what mm -hmm. the XLPL is about. And I'm sure we are already achieving this in many instances, you know. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's simple, sweet, and to the point. I mean, you guys are doing, you know, God's work at the end of the day. I mean, bringing on, you know, this yeah, technology. I, know, I, know, I understood the project is going to succeed when I saw that both the founders, when they contacted me and I felt they follow in their passion and that's why it's going to succeed. And that's why I say I'm jumping in with you guys because it's a, it's a matter of passion and not a matter of money. Exactly. We really care about what they are doing. You know? Exactly. I mean, I feel like, uh, especially with a team like that behind it and they're just going with their heart and not really leading with their mind and like just thinking, oh, let's do this for profits. Let's do this for money. Let's let's you do this just because of sheer greed. No, no, no. This goes back to, you know, the care that they actually have for another human being on this planet. That's results in their family and now wanting to help out people with mental health issues. And I, I'm really uh, convinced that that is a very good indicative that the project is going to be successful. It's already successful. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen the growth over the five, the past five months. I mean, getting just this information now, I mean, it's just, you know, opening my eyes. That, hey. Five to four months ago from scratch. Yeah. And now we are already trading on Bitrue. Yep. It's like partnering with XLPNet. We, we aim to be top 10 on the XLPR, so I, I really hope it's going to happen very soon. We're working hard for that, as far as I can say. I mean, I, I can see that by the end of the year, by the end of 2023, you guys... I have no doubt in my mind that XRP Healthcare is going to be the top 10. It's going to be on the top 10 list. Um, but other than that, did you want to discuss anything? <clears throat> Sorry about that. Uh, when it comes to uh, the Alpha Huskies. Sure, sure. Look, the Alpha Huskies, uh, it's a, I'll give just a briefing for the people. The Alpha Huskies is an NFT project on the XRPL as well. I'm the co-founder of the Alpha Huskies. And the idea of the Alpha Huskies is to help. Also, that comes about mental health as well. So before I was in the XLP Healthcare, I was already also uh, trying as much as I could to help people with mental issues. And that started with uh, King Dogo, which you're going to have a podcast with him. Mm. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when there was the Luna collapse and several people lost their funds, unfortunately, on that very bad event on the crypto events and in the crypto history and many people start to losing their their faith people like even wanting people dming saying i want to commit suicide and all of this and that's touching their hearts you know and we decide to create uh this nft project it's like 600 uh, five, sorry 500 alpha huskies which you can uh, get them on the solo genic 
And the the fact you own an alpha husky and every character has a personal story that we create, uh, like a, like something that's going to motivate you, something that's going to create perhaps some inner introspection for the people to to identify with this character. And by the fact that they grab the NFT, now they have access to a private uh, group with me, with King Dogo and other people from the XRPL, where we daily are updating people about uh, mental health. We're helping people like if someone's feeling bad, it's open there to talk. And we know as men how hard sometimes because we keep, we have a tendency to keep all to ourselves until the breaking point. And sometimes it's good to have people that you can talk about. We have to discuss real estate. I, I, I send them many uh, opportunities about real estate, about finances, about book recommendations, uh, changes on the portfolios. Uh, all of these things we're trying to, to bring to the people who hold the alpha husky. So basically, it's, that's as if you go to a university, but you only have access if you have the NFT. And that's uh, not only you can gain on the appreciation of the price of the Husky, because now you grab a Husky and you have access to our private group, but also because it's a limited amount of Huskies. Mm -hmm. And after the Alpha, to be honest, in the past two months, as I have been so busy with XRP Healthcare, I kind of uh, stepped back a little bit from the Alpha Huskies, but it doesn't mean we're not coming back strongly with the Alpha Huskies. It's one of my favorite projects. And the second, uh, uh, I should not say this, but we also planning to have a second collection, which is going to be the Alpha Lions, but that, that's for a future talk. And yeah, that's just another way to help people. I personally feel so uh, happy that I was able to help many people with mental issues in the past years. Like, And sometimes it's so little things you can do that it, you can save someone uh, someone else's lives. And I did this in the past and I know that sometimes just for you, it's like some people will DM you and just by the fact you open and you send a kind message for these people, it can change their lives. You know, and why not to be kind for other human beings, you know? Many people facing challenges in the world. It's not the most friendly environment today. Oh, especially on crypto Twitter. Oh, hell no. <laughs> it can be brutal, my man. Yeah, it can be brutal. And I I just laugh at the haters. I mean, it's I find them funny, you know, but it's not like that for everyone. And it's not only the crypto. It's so many negativity on the internet and so much information that people can get completely lost. It's so easy to get lost nowadays. You have like, you lose your direction. It's very easy. And it happens to many people. And especially when they have financial losses in the crypto. Mm. And some people, like in Luna especially, they lost life savings. It was not even an investment. When you do investment, it's something like, okay, I can afford to lose. Now, if you have your money in USD and the stable coin has collapsed, you lost life savings there. And yep. that's not funny. No. No. But no. of course, it's, to be over, it's not to be overlooked that... It also teaches lessons and people cannot freak out about financial losses. We can always start from zero again and succeed in just a matter of months with the right mindset. Exactly. That's exactly. why we said the Alpha Husk is about. We want to prepare the XRP community to be ready for everything in the future, especially to learn how to properly manage their funds when they make several profits. You know, mm. If you're not prepared, it's like, what are you going to do later? Exactly. And I, I applaud, you know, you and uh, XRP King Dago for, you know, helping uh, men and women, you know, all across the world, you know, doing 
doing a, a lot of good work with, you know, giving back to the community. Um, and that's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I, that's, that's nothing but awesome to be honest at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> so thank you, uh, for, you know, your, your kind heart. I mean, we're going to need more of that, especially in the, in the next coming years, especially with all the, the truth, you know, that, that may or may not be released. You know, we, we, we are a little ahead of, uh, the average person when it does come to, um, where the whole world financial is at right now. Um, so it is nice to have the futuristic outlook on not just the financial markets, but all every single aspect of life as well. Um, being able to be knowledgeable in every single aspect and having that uh, variety about, you know, you and your character says a lot. Um, and by helping other people, you know, you're, you're going to be a very, very big success. Uh, no doubt in my mind in the very short term, in the very near future, my man. It was a pleasure to uh, have this conversation with you. And also you keep doing the good work. I saw your Instagram page the other day and I was, I was laughing so much at this, uh, some haters already. Like, Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. I mean, I posted like I three videos and I was already getting yeah. hate. <laughs> I was like, yo. Oh yeah, my. Like, sometimes uh, it's like the crypto Twitter, is, it can be very funny. Sometimes we will just say, Good morning, and uh, oh, he's the he's like haters coming. In. I just said good morning. <laughs> it's like, yo, <laughs> guys, but chill out. Like, <laughs> I can tell you one thing: the haters are a thermometer. Mm -hmm. If you don't have any, you're doing something wrong. Literally, so literally. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but and it, I have actually just one last question for you. Um, so when it does come down to you know. XRP and the XRP end game for, you know, our financial system and this new quantum financial system coming in the not too distant future um, within the next, you know, 24 months, we're going to see a huge paradigm shift. Um, so where, where do your plans lay in? Um, do they lay in, you know, diversifying? Do they lay in, you know, operating a PolySign account and then, you know, staking XRP through PolySign and then, you know, earning that passive income? What what are you your plans when it comes come to that? My favorite approach here, well, first of all, is to keep the XRP out of the exchanges, mainstream mm -hmm. exchanges, exactly. because there might be uh, unpredictable events taking place out there. Trust first no exchanges all, ever. Don't trust the exchanges. This is, this is a one single event time. You don't have something to look in the past and say compare because it's the first time. So. The first thing is people accept me out of exchanges. Second thing is I would even diversify into cold wallets. You don't have to put all of your eggs on the same one. Let's say you lose the seed, you are screwed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. So you can go for some X, uh, the, I don't know the English pronunciation, but XUMM wallets, the blue, that has the blue one. That's a very good one. You can also go for Ledger. Now, the idea here is very simple. You keep your XRP long term, you can. Perhaps if you want to cash out some profits, which I do believe some people want to do that, I don't see a problem. Like I myself have a 15% a bag on the exchange, which is just ready for when I want to pull the trigger and make some profits. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Be careful after the SEC lawsuit also, because we might see uh, perhaps people not being able to purchase XRP again. Like, they might come with something like um, 
there are some people with the buyback theory. I don't, uh, I'm not, uh, I, I didn't go so deep into the buyback theory, but the idea here is you can cash out some gains, but of course, if there's in the first green candle and you sell everything, you might not be able to buy back. And then you are cashing on USD, which we all know is a currency that is not so safe right now because of the de-dollarization. So to diversify also the way how you start your XRP and second, in the future, you will be able to provide liquidity to the banks. Uh, I will not go so deep into this now because that would take me to a whole new, uh, but it would take me too much time. But just to this hold your XRP, 2025 is the time, keep on cold wallets and you're going to be able to generate passive income. Alrighty. That's uh thank you. Thank you for you know your time. Thank you for all the, the knowledge and wisdom that you you did share with me and uh, my audience today. Um I wish nothing but you know great things for you. I know I know a lot of great things are gonna be coming to you know this year and the years to come. And you know, it, it was great connecting with you. And I'm, I'm sure we're gonna still stay connected. And, and I, I'm sure you are welcome to join uh, English here. Oh, I know. What we're we're gonna make that happen soon. We're gonna make that happen very soon. I will meet uh, King Dogo is also planning perhaps coming on the summertime. Man, the summer Greece. It's all about islands. It's beautiful, good weather, good food. So whenever you planning to come from the US, you hit me a call. We're gonna do some crazy stuff here. I I'd love to hear it, my man. I love to hear it. But yeah, no. Uh, other than that, I wish you nothing but the best this year. Um, we're going to stay in contact for, you know, future, the future to come and hopefully, you know, exponential growth, this happens this year and the years to come for the both of us. And yeah, I just want to say thank you guys for watching and, uh, thank you, Edo for coming on again. Thank you, man. Thank you. See you the next time. Have a great one.